Gordon caught that. Hey, welcome <laughs> to episode three of Views from Drew. I'm your host, Brizzy. <laughs> That's too much. Here are my, I mean, my guys. Here are my guys. <laughs> hey, uh, we got, you know, stretch him out, Chris. He got the plastic man. Safe sex is the best sex. We got Eric, my boy, my boy. And we got Dells. How you guys feeling today out of one to ten? <laughs> you gonna stop this and do this shit over? Is this a game show? Are you on a ten? Are you on a ten? I'm I'm always at ten. I mean, nah, I finally let it off. Yeah, I'm at a ten. Where's y'all energy at? Bring it. Oh, I'm at a yeah, yeah. It's too much. Not on your level. You said he let it off. What you let off? That sounds crazy. I said I let off. Like I started it with the ten. Oh, you started off with the ten. Nah, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with an eight today. Um, hold on, on. we're not gonna start this over. No, No, why? The energy's high. Start over every podcast. Started over. Meet me. (laughs) Meet me. Meet me there. Okay, can I say something really quick? For those of you who don't know, we use the Zencaster platform to record this podcast. Eric, if you'll look down at the bottom right, there's a <laughs> little know. area that says messages. <laughs> you can type whatever is running through your brain regarding production you be saying or anything that. and let That's us bottom, know without having right. to say it out loud. The bottom right. You Hold do. on, let me give one message for you. Just to test it out. Give give him one. Oh wait. Uh oh, I pressed the wrong button. Oh god! <laughs> uh oh, Eric, can you hear oh, us? Yeah, but that's, that's All right, so how you guys doing? I'm a nine. I'm, I'm pretty good. Um, Yo, can you please just start it over? <laughs> like this, this shit is messy. Like we all over the place. This is good energy, man. This is ah, natural. Ah, my guy, my boy. Like my thing is, you knew he was going to start off with energy. I don't. Why does it surprise you every you he was going to You just like baffled when he does it. I don't know. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm personally at a nine, and when I finish this beer, I'll be at a nine point five. Perfect, hey. boy. Thank you, thank you. Oh, yeah. Thirty-two. We're celebrating, you know, uh, Chris's birthday was on uh, Saturday, Sunday, Saturday. Saturday. Whatever the fourteenth was, I don't remember off the top of my head. I think I can't Friday. Remember either. Friday. Um, Friday. Was it was Friday. Friday. Yeah. That's Friday how the, we know we old. Friday the fourteenth. <laughs> remember our dates. I'm like, hey, when, what, but what um, I, I do. I do uh, <laughs> seriously want to say um, one thirty-two feels great. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday, everybody. I appreciate that. And also on the twentieth, a dear friend of mine, Crystal, is getting married, and I'm going to be at that wedding. Congratulations to her and her husband, to me, Shane. I can't wait to see you guys on the 20th. We love you, Shane. Woo, woo, woo. Chris, Chris, Chris. Is it open bar? Too. Is it open bar? <laughs> we love the couple. Yeah, it's open bar. Oh, open. yes. Can I come? I love no. weddings. <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, come on now. I was the best man at a I mean, wedding. I was going to go anyway. The open bar there. I was going to say that. <laughs> so what are we doing? How are you feeling, are you feeling today, Eric? Where's your yeah? I am at a uh, six point five. I'm tired. Tired so tired. I'm just tired. These niggas. There's some good stuff happening started this week, and you know 
get a flow with things. Got some good news. Yeah, good we news. ain't gonna reveal too much on the air, but congratulations, brother. What's the good news? What's the message, brother? Yeah, so I'm at a six point five. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> but the Welcome only reason back. I'm up is because I'm um drinking caffeine. 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 Did you know caffeine stunts your growth? Well, I'll reach. All right, you got it. <laughs> um, but I'm good nonetheless. Overall, I'm good. All right. All right. All right. It's time to get into it. You guys ready? The Dells go? Yeah, Dells was the first Dells one. Dells is an eight. Oh, I'm going to swallow that. Okay. Check that. Don't disrespect eight, that. Mm-hmm. Always great. All right. Um. So we're going to start with the Tokyo Olympics. If you have not heard, athletes are being barred from wearing Black Lives Matter apparel during the ceremony uh, and pretty much throughout the entire event. They say that they like to, you know, not encounter anything, make it political and keep it about the sports. How do you guys feel about it? Well, if I could start off. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead, sir. Um. Yeah, this is this is isn't anything necessarily new um, from the IOC, International, you know, Olympic Committee. Um, they've always been very critical of political stances or social stances during like the actual games itself. But to me, like on their part, they're kind of like inadvertently bringing attention to the cause because I think it'll just be like any type of like irregular action from any athlete will be cause for attention. Like, so it's like, I don't, I don't think like the, the IOC is like self-aware of what's, what they're kind of like doing. When you say irregular action, what do you mean? Like, for example, like I think the athletes will protest in ways that aren't necessarily covered by the IOC guidelines. For example, one of the things that I thought of, like I put myself like in the athlete's shoes, it's like, okay, if I'm at the medal stand and I win a gold medal, I don't have to face the camera, for example. And that, it doesn't say anything about that. I literally just have to stand at the podium. I don't necessarily have to, you know, acknowledge the camera while my my uh, country of origins national anthem is playing during the medal ceremony. So things like that, you know, it's going to get interesting. Is yeah, I think it'll I think it'll really get interesting. Yeah. Eric, you got any feelings? Um, when this came up, this question, I thought about Colin Kaepernick, right? Okay. So I feel like no sports related, um, I guess venues or what have you wants to be political, but the athletes make it political because you want to give attention to what's going on in the world, right? Mm -hmm. Um, what Colin Kaepernick did, he sacrificed his career to make a statement, right? As far as Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter and all that stuff. Like he purposely sacrificed his career to do that, to bring attention for people who are suffering, being killed. Um, and a whole number of things that he was putting his name towards, right? Uh, what was it um, when Trump, when they was messing with the pipes? Um, I, I forget what that, is, what that was. When, um, when they was messing with the, well, when it was digging up the tribal land 
around pipeline. Yeah, that He used his yeah. yeah, he was around with that. Like he, he showed up and showed his face with that too. So making these political statements, like I said before, as far as things that are going on in the world. Unfortunately, the institution doesn't want to make it political, but I feel like when athletes make a stance, that's important and it's needed. Um, and as far as the Olympics specifically, not allowing athletes to um, wear Black Lives Matter like clothing or whatever to make to do rep- representation, that's whack to me. So, but it is what it is. It's an institution, but you know what can you do? I'm curious if that also applies to the Stop Asian Hate campaign. Like, if they allowed him to protest that, yeah, like what's but- What's like, we have, like, where's the line drawn? Is that all anything political or is it just I, Black Lives Matter? From what I read, um, and again, uh, stop me if I'm cutting you off because I, you know, Dallas has to go. I want to give him to give his thoughts as well. What I'm assuming is, is that it's all types of political stances. So it's like what they are expecting is the uniform, you know, you get your medal, you know, the national anthem plays, stand on the podium. Wave to the people, whatever have you, and then boom, next event, whatever, or however it works. So I think it is all political stances, whether it be ones that we disagree with or agree with, you know, from what I've not read. That we dis- I, not that we disagree with, stop Not it. that we, right, of course, but, you know, in general, there are other political stances that are, that we consider harsh, Polarizing. whatever have you, right. Yeah. All right, Dale, how's, how you feel? Um, I would like to say that I don't agree with it. Um, my biggest thing with the news is, <clears throat> like Eric mentioned, um, there's people that's willing to sacrifice their careers for things like this, for movements like this. And not saying that doing that at the during the Olympics is sacrificing your career because it's just the Olympics once every four years. Um, it's an honor to represent your country in the Olympics. But if, you're, if you feel like your country doesn't represent you, then my thing is, as an athlete, do you go represent that country? Message. So that's what I would like to see. Like, And I like I believe that a lot of African-American athletes bring a lot of gold to America during the Olympics. Um, so I want to see how the athletes take the news more so than just hearing the news. Because like Chris said, this isn't new. But we are in a different time where everything is heightened and all these athletes say they are for the cause. And this is basically a test to them to let us know, hey, if, if they're really serious about it or not. And that's um, I just want to add something. So this is the Olympics, right? So we thinking about – I think about how – it's really dealing with people from all over the globe, uh, more so international, uh, people who are international. Yeah. So, for example, somebody from Africa, for example, who comes from, let's say, third world country or suffering, uh, a place that's really suffering, I don't think they will sacrifice their career, their money, um, the how they're able to provide for their family just for this cause. Like people well, in Asia, think, people in India, and I think you gotta like think these people have more to lose. Um, it's 
and they don't want to, I guess, make a stance or make, uh, bring attention to themselves. If that makes sense. The way the way yeah. I see it is that if you are welcome to the Olympics, you are in a in a great position back home, basically. Um, you're not just invited to the Olympics and represent your country, and you're not like a dominant figure in the area where you're represented. So it's not like if I say, oh, well, I'm from, let's say, South Africa, and I'm running, I'm doing 400 meter, 800 meter. That means I beat a lot of people. That means I'm really, really great. So like based on talent alone, right? I should still have something to go back to. That's how I feel. That's how I look at it. If you sacrifice True. representing your country just for a year, it shouldn't be that big of a deal. Somebody's the reason I mentioned that was comparing again Colin Kaepernick. Right? He, I know he's not has nothing to do with the Olympics, but as a NFL player, he sacrificed his career. He hasn't gotten a contract to play NFL um, football anymore yet, right? He's still not yeah, playing. That's because on, that's on him, right? So. Let's look at it again. The Olympics. Let's say a soccer player, like you said, Dells. Even if they have that talent, like right now, if they was to come out with a big old Black Lives Matter flag and shirt and make a, let's say, an advertisement on TV or something like that, or when the Olympics is going on a ceremony, they stop and like halt that and do something to bring attention to say Black Lives Matter, to protest or cheer or whatever. Um, I feel like they have more to lose compared to. A Colin Kaepernick, if that makes sense. Like, they're not going to risk that because I'm using African as an example. Well, you come I, from a lot less. So if you was to do that, make a statement, you're really going to lose bad. But and I, I don't think, think they'll have opportunity to come back from that. Which is I think we're I neglecting the fact that a lot of countries don't allow their athletes to speak out against, you know, said country. This is true. I believe yeah. there was an instance that was but that's not Colombia. Cool. Colombia. When a guy was playing soccer for Colombia and I think he missed the the winning goal or something like that. Or something like along those lines. And he went back to the country and they like killed his whole family or something like that. Uh fact mm-hmm. check that I'm pretty sure I heard about that. That's extreme. Um but a lot of these countries use these world events as you know a way to display dominance and when things athletes use it for or something besides that they don't take very kindly to it uh thankfully mm-hmm. we're in a country that allows us to speak out to an extent not everyone necessarily agrees in the powers that be um that are i would say mostly in control of things don't like it and there is kind of like a blacklist thing that does happen whether it's publicly or behind the scenes um but at least we do have the ability to say something verbally, you know, out loud. But there are consequences. Um, I wanted to say, I, I, I wanted to say, I think Eric brings up an excellent point. You know, one of the things that we do forget because we live in this country, we are afforded a level of privilege in comparison to other countries that are participating <clears throat> in the Olympics, for example. Like he mentioned India, uh, for example, which does have a, a, a poorer, you know, class whatever have you, in comparison to Americans, you know, they don't necessarily get the opportunities that we get to even express themselves, you know, the way that we can. Like you take China, for example, which is a communist country. You know, we don't necessarily, like Chinese athletes don't necessarily always speak against the government or whatever have you. We openly criticize the government all the time. 
because we have that right as Americans. You know, that's a privilege that we're afforded. Granted, we're not necessarily uh, afforded all the privileges that all Americans, you know, receive or whatever have you based on the color of our skin, obviously. But we do, we are given a level of privilege as far as like expressing ourselves and being able to have a platform, for example. And I think it's, it's tenfold for athletes that are in the Olympics that happen to be American. You know, we're allowed to be outspoken. We're allowed to give our uh, uh, thoughts or whatever have you. And just as like clarification, this has everything to do with the Olympic Games. Like during the trials, for example, all bets is off. If an athlete wants to speak out about something during the Olympic trials, they absolutely can do that. But I think Eric brought up an interesting point by saying that, you know, some of these athletes may not want to speak out because, you know, they have a lot more to lose simply because of the country of origin that they're from, you know. Not that they don't care. It's just that, you know, they have a lot more priorities, you know, that are deeply personal in comparison to a lot of other athletes. And a little background on that story I just told you guys about. It was a Colombian football player named Andres Escobar. He scored yeah, an own goal by mistake, and he was murdered by the uh, a Colombian cartel. Wow. So, yeah. That's it ain't safe. It ain't safe. <laughs> Yeah, that's so, crazy. I mean, a lot of it, it gets deep, but you know we'll see what happens. I mean, we still got a, a little ways to go before the Olympics start. I'm personally excited to still watch. Um, I'm really big yeah, on the Olympics, Olympics because of COVID. I love, I love but wait, hold on. So you said we're talking about the Black Lives Matter movement specifically, right? So this has been going on for six, seven years now that they made this a rule. If not, oh, are we saying just in general they can't? No, make they just started this year. Type of, no, they yeah. just announced this. this rule. They've been doing this yeah, for, for black for quite some time. No, I'm saying but, that's not new. This is no, not. We're talking about the rule. The this rule. The this black rule is not rule. new, though. No, it's not yeah, a new it's rule. What? What? It's not. What? 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 The 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 origin of the rule starts ironically with the Black Power movement. Uh, the Black Lives uh, movement was started. Um, what is it? Trayvon Martin. Well, well, no, it goes back to Jesse Owens. It goes back to Jesse Owens, correct? It goes, it goes back to uh, John Carlos and Tommy Smith. Okay. When they were on the podium, they won first and third place respectively, and they had on black gloves. Instead of holding their hands to their hearts, they raised a fist. So it goes what back to was that? that. I think I, I'm not sure. I would have to fact check it. I think it was either 68 or 72. I think it's 68. One of the two. I want to say it was, I want to say it was 68. I'm not entirely sure. I would have to check it again. But I remember seeing something about that. that. Yeah, that was a big, a very very memorable picture. It's very, very memorable picture. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll I'll send you, I'll I'll show you the picture and everything in the group chat and everything. I think the, the whole, like, you cannot do like a political, uh, stance or political protest of some sort stems from that. If if I'm not mistaken, I would have to fact check it, but I do believe it. The the origin of that rule starts from that. Gotcha. This is the first time I've heard about it, honestly, like out loud, I suppose. But maybe they're like reaffirming their position on political statements during the Olympics. But well, yeah, I mean, it's um, a very heightened time, so they just want to, you know, let people know, uh, hey, don't do that. Well, I guess while we're staying on the topic of how, you know, respective countries feel about, you know, I guess black lives in a sense. um, I have another question for you guys. 
without slavery, do you think that America is America? Still, the, the, in the way we envision that America is as it is today, or does that kind of type of growth or, you know, economic expansion, even innovative st- expansions, stuff like that, does that still occur in America or is it more, I guess, spread out or like, is the, is the world as, as we know it if without slavery? Well, I mean, I guess I'll start. That's, know, a very, but... that's a very loaded question. Um, that's saying basically if the white man never took over um, to me because <laughs> because without slavery, um, historically speaking, black people are, are the more dominant race. So um, will America be America? Probably not how we... Not how we lived it as as we see it now, how how we were told it was. Um, But that's a given. But I don't see. (laughs) Yo, I do not want to respond to this. But yo, I have to. (laughs) Do it. Do it. Do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm going to let y'all go. No. But I don't see. I think you might have. Let's finish. Because I'm not going to try to respond the way I did in the chat room. But I'm going to try to keep it concise and not get too. You know, riled up about it. But Dale's uh-huh. go ahead. Finish. But yeah, so <laughs> America's not America. And the second question was, was it, what? What's the second question? Does America start um, in Africa? That was the question. Yeah, like the, the I guess yes, what America, I meant by does America America start in is America because of what it did in Africa. So to, I mean without all of Without that, without immigrants in America, America is in America. Right. That's whether African, Correct. Asian, European, European any of them. They I, needed yeah. the the labor from yeah. immigrants to make America what it is. They profited off of immigrants. Period. Uh, Eric, but. I would love to hear your position on this right now. <laughs> we all so. I believe a hundred percent that America will not be America because of mm-hmm. uh, like y'all spoke about slavery, right? So people was brought here um, by the white man, put it that way, and they wiped out the people who were originally on this land, which what we call them as Native Americans, right? Mm-hmm. If we look at the U.S. map of what it was before, different parts of the U.S. There was tribal people in certain parts of the U.S. And there was tribes that existed across the U.S., just like it always did in Africa, just like it, it was in Central America, just like I'm sure overseas in China, India is that way, right? So tribal people stay where they are. And because of slavery and the white man, they came here, they wiped out Native Americans. Native Americans will still exist today if what happened in the past hadn't happened. America would not be what we see it as, as it's 52 states and there's all kind of people in this country or on this <laughs> land. It would not be that. Like people would stay <laughs> where, what? I'm laughing at DJ's face. No, no, no. No, 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 no but like I no, said, these people, people would be home. <laughs> People will stay home on their land. Like nobody. Eric, can I Which, ask you a question? 
we kind of got to. Nobody actually wants to be at a, in America. Like Eric. if you ask any immigrant, where are you from? Or do you want to be in this country? Went there. Nine times out of ten, no, they don't. They only come here for opportunity, for money, to cut to to work well, and send back reason. home. But that's a whole nother conversation. But back to the question. Mm-hmm. America will not be America. No, nah, we can stay here for a bit. Because we'll I mean I agree with tribal America. We'll be, we'll be America. tribal people. But slave, due to be slavery, Africans will be in Africa. Nigerians will be I don't, in, in I don't, Nigeria. Well, uh, I'm like, let's go. Yeah, you go ahead. Like <laughs> can nobody. I, can I add on really quick? Yeah. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Number one, America would not be America as we know it had slavery not Native exists, Americans would still but, be alive, bro. Correct. They wiped out that but, whole community I, of people. Correct. But I it's do also. I, one one thing I do think would have happened was is expansion. I think people still would have been implored to explore. I think people still would have sailed ships. Like you take Magellan, for example, Magellan was the first person to sail around the world. I still think that happens, whether slavery is a factor or not. Um, you know, I think like it's international cool, yes, expansion to come in and infiltrate and kill and do well, all yeah, that. Yeah, that's what. Nah. Right. We're removing for the for the sake of this conversation, we're removing that aspect. But I do think mm-hmm. people still would travel. Like I don't think anybody would just yeah. stay in their country, for example. Like I don't think that, you know, the Queen of England or the King of England, whatever have you, would be satisfied just knowing about England. Like I think he would have like had somebody travel and transcribe what else is out there in the world. Because the world is much bigger than England, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I still like I, I I agree with every point that <laughs> you hit. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you I agree with every point that you hit. I I don't think like if you remove slavery out the equation, America damn sure isn't what it would have been or what we know it is now. Because you know white people during the uh, start of America for whatever reason didn't like to work for themselves and had other people do it for them for free and forced labor or whatever have you, but as far as like people just staying put, that I don't think that happens. Like I think people will explore or whatever happens. Naturally, going to explore because um, you want you're curious to learn more. The good, right. I want to say that's a terrible way to frame. And I'm going to say this too. I wish America wasn't America, and I wish we was all tribal and how we originally was. I, I, Eric, I wish America would that's never like happen. wishing that you don't have a cell phone or technology yeah. doesn't exist. You I can't damn by the cell phone. You don't know that. You always have you there was <laughs> unfortunately there were good things that came from yeah. a terrible situation. We benefit because from you know of the, you know, BS the that cultures, yeah. the cultures mixing, you know, ideas being exchanged across races. There's, there's, there's good things that yeah. came from expansion as far as like exploration and expansion. Nothing good from slavery. That's not what we're yeah. trying to say. Yeah, that's, um, that's not saying like, ooh, what he's trying to happen so we could get what, iPhones. No, what's good not, from <laughs> what's good from expansion? That's ignorant. What's good? But well, we got I'm the only one. That's all that I'm the only one here trying to make a serious point. Like, no, what's good, good about expansion is that we were able to share ideas. People were able to see different cultures. People learn different languages. We expand as a people, you know. But as far as like tearing people away from their homes and you yeah. know selling them into Family. fucking slavery, that's teaching them. That's, Taking away Fucking their religion, taking away like, their families, yeah. language. They're just, just erasing <laughs> their entire culture. 
yeah, and the genocide of the entire rights, people, you know? like Native Americans and stuff like that. Like the indigenous people of this country are absolutely fucking wiped out because of slavery and expansion and stuff. Yeah, like and that. put into certain sections of America where right. they have, oh, we gave you a reservation where you have tax-free living. You have casinos and you have alcohol. A large <laughs> percentage of Native no, Americans they, are alcoholics. alcoholics because of, yeah, historical factors that still and, play on them. If that the doesn't happen, these people prosper you know, in this land. You know if what I not, learned in, in, in school that's like super fucked up that still happens in Native American? You know what a blood quantum is? No, that sounds crazy. So Blood continue. quantum is nope. what you have to do in order to prove that you are a Native American. For example... If I have to call myself oh, like a Cherokee okay. Indian in order to prove it, I have to be at least like forty percent, one fourteenth, like like part of my blood has to be like one fourteenth Native American. They have to do that in order to keep their culture and race alive. Like that's insane to me. Like that they have to find people or whatever have you that has like the most diluted blood, and they but get still checked. like yeah, yeah, like they have to find people that have that like most diluted blood. In order to like call themselves like Cherokees or Native Americans or whatever have you, any other type of tribe, whatever have you, like in order to keep that tribe going so it won't go extinct. That's crazy. And that is all a historical result of things that have happened to them in the past. Like mm, it's, it's fucking insane. Like Yeah, it's not okay. I didn't know crazy. it was that deep. That's crazy. Um <sighs> I guess yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, I guess we can go to this kind of speaking on blow ups, things like that. People, uh, watching bad things, you know, happen. Uh, my beloved podcast, the Joe Button Podcast, oh, is coming to an end. <laughs> oh snap! Um, I mean, several people along the way have warned me. About the character of Joe. a certain Joseph Button. Oh, by several, <laughs> um, he means us. No, yes, you guys are included, <laughs> but there's been several more. Um, <laughs> I didn't see the writing on the wall, I suppose. I thought, you know, Joe wouldn't do that. Joe's learned enough, you know, throughout his lifetime to not, you know, put, you know, put him. <laughs> His friends, well, he is to, into you know any situations again. You know he's finally yeah, he seeing a level of success. <laughs> that how could you possibly want to ruin that? You know, but again, Joseph Button has found a way to ruin. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that's not even funny. It's not. It's, it's really <laughs> terrible. You know, so, reading the eulogy. So. <laughs> If you can, for the people that don't know what happened, can you explain it a little bit? Yeah, I'm going to expound on that. Um, so, <laughs> there was a podcast called the Joe Button Podcast. Yeah, it was featuring <laughs> three other individuals. It is Maul, Rory, and Parks. Um, recently, uh, they had gotten to a little spat. It seemed like, you know, um, things were going on and they needed to, you know, figure things the way forward. Um, upon them coming back, there was an episode, I believe two episodes and you can tell like the energy was kind of off. So then they went on a vacation and then they came back from said vacation. Joe then said, you know, Rory's in breach of contract. He's supposed to be here. He's fired as of this moment for, and so was Maul. 
uh, I believe a couple days ago, Rory and Maul came out with their own, uh, you know, response video, pretty much saying yeah. that this is the truth and this is what happened. Uh, pretty much there was disputes over contracts. At first, you know, being that they were a group of friends, they had, you know, pretty much an understanding between one another that they'll split the profits, you know, evenly amongst the three of them, or three, four of them. Um, but anytime that they would ask about the accounting, Joe became irate and didn't want to show them the accounting and things like that. And pretty much what it ended up was there was a lack of respect and just an understanding, even though they was they're supposed to be friends. Now, how do you guys, I guess, feel about that? I mean, Eric, I'm sure you have a lot to say about this because you no, also have been telling me. Not a lot. Not a lot. Short and simple? <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Keep it short and simple, then we'll go to Delhi. Nah, Dell's can start. Y'all, I'll let y'all go. All right, Chris, Delhi, his camera was out there for this. I don't know what's I, going on. I know. I, oh, my yeah. God. FBRB. Okay. <laughs> no, Chris, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, Dells. I mean, Dells. Hey, I'm over here. Jesus. Um, you asked me how I feel about <laughs> the situation. Wait, what? Yeah, sure. like, what you... well, I feel my feelings are fuck Joe, buddy. Um, <laughs> um, after like analyzing everything that came out and that was put out into the air, like I, I watched the Rory and Maul thing. And I also watched Joe Budden's response to the Rory Mall thing on Saturday morning when I woke up. Um, and in his response, he was just running and running and running and running around a circle. There was no answers, but you could check the contract. You could check the contract, but nobody can see the contract. You wasn't even letting the people who signed the contract see the contract. So it's just like, at what point, <clears throat> as a friend... Do you just be like, you know what? You're not my friend at all. And I feel like he pushed both of those guys to that point. And it's crappy because I, like you, enjoyed the JBP. Um, it got me through some work days, you know, uh, especially during quarantine. Um, Why? So it was very disturbing news. Um but like I said earlier, it's fuck Joe Budden because you cannot be that egotistical and think that you're going to be successful for a long, long time. Whenever ego comes into play, especially with friends, it's it's pretty much a ticking time bomb. Um, if you're not man enough to uh, address it, like they all tried to do, and he said he was going to do something and it did something else or kept pushing it off, like, oh, I'll let you guys see it on my fault, and then you just don't do it, then, like, you just you can't just keep slapping somebody in the face and expect them not to, you know, get mad. Or in this case, nobody violated him, but if it was I, my man Eric would have had the, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the Paul <laughs> was I. Chris, the wrath of God, <laughs> golden so, hand. If you're listening, Joe, don't fuck with him. You already know what happened. Um, really, like this whole thing is just like an illustration of just how hypocritical Joe Budden can be. He is the 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 main person that is always saying, "Check your contract. Know what you're getting into." know the parameters of your deal. Like he literally barked on Lil Yachty on his podcast because he didn't know the specifics of his contract. 
Rory and Maul tried to do this with his contract. Now it's a problem. Like, and the fact that he doesn't see the irony in this is absolutely amazing to me. Like, the things like I listen to both sides of both explanations of the story, and I agree with Dell's one hundred percent. Like, Joe just seems like he's just talking in circles. It seems like he just loves the sound of his own voice, but that's just my opinion on his broadcasting career in general. Um, it's a Leo tree. Um, he's a Virgo, though. Um, no, he's a Leo. He's a Virgo. And what's his birthday? <laughs> I don't Why know. Why is this important? He's a Virgo. He's oh, always listen. <laughs> Joe Bud is a Leo. <laughs> I apologize, sir. But like I listened to both sides of the story or whatever have you. And what it seems like the contract was is that they were equity partners, meaning mm-hmm. that Rory and Maul get paid a certain percentage based off of the overall uh, profitability of the podcast. So for mm-hmm. them DJ, to check right. the, so for them to check the numbers right, is essential. Because they have to figure out what their bottom line is. Exactly. So for Joe to say, oh, you're not entitled to check the numbers is absolute bullshit because they won't know what they're getting paid unless they know the numbers. So for him to say, like, you're not entitled to look at the books or whatever have you or not entitled to look at this contract or whatever have you is absolute garbage because they have to know what their financial bottom line is based off of the profitability. So it's like people like because I'm in a music group or whatever have you on Facebook, and it's like people defending Joe Budden like, oh, Who, if you work no for one. me, you can't ask what the you know, they don't work for him. That's the they thing. don't work for They're him. Partners. They're partners with him. They don't work for him. They're not his employees. And like uh, you know, you see like the set and everything, and he's like writing on the pictures and shit like that. He still got the mic equipment up and everything, and it's like he's such dramatic. a child. Dramatic. Like it's pathetic to to even see that. Like you can't admit Attention. that. Like, You're wrong. Bit wrong in this regard, like you have to go through all this extra shit. Like, I wasn't a regular listener to his podcast to begin with. Me like, either. if y'all brought it up, I, I would listen either. to it just to to, to get an idea of what y'all was talking about. But mm-hmm. I damn sure won't be a rest, regular listener now, considering he going through all this shit with his his so called friends. If he's willing to do that to his friends, like, and apparently he's uh, from what I've seen in his life, like, come on. From what I've seen, he's going to continue it with the. uh Arcs and, um, not, no disrespectful, uh, no disrespect for them. Uh, the two replacements with Ish and uh, Ice. Come I on, I mean that podcast. I'm mean, gonna be honest. That whole line added is a new... disrespectful. He gonna do this with replacements. <laughs> Meanwhile, it I mean, started that's what out with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It started with the uh, you know with Maul. Well, technically, Maul came later. Rory came a little like season episode five this or something. Is just like that. Sad, but. For him to go and still try to continue the podcast with, the, I'm, I don't know what other words to recall them, the replacements. Um, I think that's highly disrespectful, and I don't think I will be listening. I think it's going to hurt me, but I think I might have to uh, unsubscribe from the Patreon. I already um, did. Oh, I don't. I'm not giving them my money. They ain't giving no Patreon money for me. Because I really, I, I, I was at the top tier too. I was doing the twenty five dollars a month. Um, wow, dedicated, dedicated. Yeah, those are my guys, man. Like, I went to the live shows, I was I was there. (laughs) I Uh, I missed actually, I went, I went, I missed the live show in Atlanta and I got mad. I forgot about the live show because I had went to work that day and I I was so (laughs) mad that I missed it that I bought a ticket for the one in Orlando and went to the one in Orlando instead. So, I mean, I'm I'm a pretty dedicated fan, so to see them in like this was kind of heartbreaking because I mean, you know. 
you know, even with us, you know, we have a podcast now and it's like, if it really came down to, are we going to have those issues? I hope not because I'm going to win because I'm Joe, but I'll give you that. <laughs> So I got a question. Who's Rory and who's who's Maul? Well, I mean, there's four of us, so this is unfair. <laughs> who's Parks? Um, who's Parks? Yeah, who's Parks? Eric's Parks. Okay, well, Delhi's Rory. That's the guy behind the camera, right? Dude, that be in the corner. I'm not even answering. I'm answering. I gotta. I, you ask me a question, I'm gonna answer. Yeah, go right ahead, bro. Uh, ooh, Maul. Who's Maul? I think I would be more of a Maul. No, no. Is that the black dude? Eric, Eric yeah. is gonna, Eric's gonna be Maul and Christian. I'm sorry, because <clears throat> you're a more like, you know, level-headed no. kind of, you know, <laughs> voice and reason. So I'm a Chris. So I'm a punk. So Maul, what are you I saying? Mean, Eric is kind of. He thinks he's too cool for school. <laughs> and you know, yeah, Rory's mom, you know, yeah, Rory's supposed to be just kind of like right here. Look at my hands. Look at my hands. He do be sitting like that too, like in a chair like this all the time. <laughs> he does do that a lot. I know that. <laughs> he does do that a lot. He proceed. So I mean, that's if I had to, you know, put a roles. That's my uh, assignment. You guys cannot agree. That's fine. I'm Joe, so it doesn't fucking matter. You are who you are. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, keep all right, going. Eric. You didn't give any answer on. So I'm a key. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it my brief. Back short. So I feel like. <laughs> Joe Bunny has a history of stuff like this, right? Where he's on a show. Um, <sighs> and like Chris said, he's childish. Was on the wall. And he oh, has man. tantrums. He blows up and just keeps going and going and <clears throat> going. And makes other people uncomfortable or does things that doesn't make necessarily make sense or help the situation. So he, I guess, gets pushed out of it or the whatever thing that's happening gets shut down. Like, he has a history of this, and for me, I'm not surprised. I don't really follow Joe Budden in, in that realm. Like, I remember him being on, um, I think it was State of the Culture on Revo mm-hmm. with um, that was his show. Remy Ma and stuff. What happened with that? Does, is that still going on? No, they, uh, they ended because... Well, I think I it's why. the pandemic, partly, <laughs> but I feel well, like that was partly something the like this probably happened. Then they decided not to continue. Something to like this back, probably yeah. happened. Um, but moreover... You shouldn't mix, I guess, friendship and business sometimes. You gotta be mindful of who you're doing stuff. Nah, you just gotta be real mind, mindful of who you're doing stuff with and make sure right that the foundation and the intention behind it is genuine and that you don't let your personal get into it or be mindful of your ego and your emotions. Because that's what it seemed like. I don't follow it. No, but yeah, that's what it is. If I'm that's, on here listening to this, and he's on there telling people you're fired because of this, that, and the third. That's a conversation you could have had behind the scenes, mm-hmm. or stop the episode, or what have you. Be like, all right, we oh, not even had the episode. We're going somewhere, yeah, so yeah. let's stop this, and we'll oh, revisit this later. Like it just seems like he's disrespectful. Because BJ, for example, like you said, I was reading some comments where uh, people who follow this podcast were saying how it didn't make sense for him to continue on with. With these replacement hosts or alternative hosts, like he should have just, uh, I guess, stopped oh, the podcast for a few weeks until him, Rory, and Mel, Maul, like well, reconvene, have a conversation, and if everything was cool, come back. 
versus having these random faces on here who are clearly saying, I don't want to be here. I'm just doing this for Joe kind of thing, which is shifting <laughs> no, the they energy. Did they did it for the money. Um, like, they were getting paid. Like, like, I'll do it. Yeah, but they didn't want, like, if you listen to, like, I feel like I heard one the episode episodes that were kind of like, was like yo, I don't want to be here. I don't do podcasts. Yeah. I don't really want to. I'm just doing this because it's like, come on. You bring in a whole nother energy to something that's already established. But for me, I agree with those people who say Joe Budden should have stopped the podcast or postponed it until they got over that and came back. And the crazy thing is that they had the conversation that got them back on air. And then it's just like he promised promised some things. And then when they get on air, it's kind of like a different interview. He kept kept it going. Like he kept, he kept, Poking the bear, quote unquote, uh, so to speak. Like he can't, he would keep making snide comments and shit like that, and like you would see it, it would just get real awkward. Like not only for mm-hmm. them but the listeners too, because it's like if yeah. you hear stuff like that, you as a listener, like, and I'm speaking solely for myself, you begin to speculate. Like, is everything really okay? Like, now we've been, happened? it's been not okay for months. Like you yeah, can hear I mean, it in the energy from uh, being a loyal listener yeah. for like the last out oh, damn. Like the last like three years, three, four three years, years. I've yeah. listened to every single episode. I've not missed an episode. And just to hear the tension kind of like building, and it's like, what's going on? Like y'all, y'all good? But I thought it was, you know, more so like a friendship thing. You know, sometimes you see enough of your friends, you kind of get like annoyed with them, but it's kind of something like you like you get over it. Like, yeah, whatever. His, his thing is like he does like the whole scorched earth. Like, oh, if I can't, you guys won't podcast with me. Ain't nobody, ain't no podcast gonna happen or whatever happened. Like, he just like burns every bridge that he could get his hands on, like when he doesn't get his way or whatever have you. And it's like, to me, it's just like ridiculously childish that it's even come to this point. Like, that all this dirty laundry about contracts and shit like that. And like, especially all this fan speculation, all this shouldn't even be known about by fans. Like, this is like a private entity that could have been handled by all the people and all the people involved, and now we're here because he decided to be a dick. So it's like, yep. fuck Joe. Okay. Also, also, I thought about something before we move on to the next topic. Uh, have y'all ever noticed that you know, anytime they talk about you know Martin Luther King or show pictures of them, it's always in black and white. Yes, when sir. there was color pictures during that time period, <laughs> you mean yeah, the world wasn't it- black and white back then? How they try to make it seem like it was like <laughs> was far so longer back, yeah, yeah. yeah. and it, it really was like fifty years. If Ruby Bridges is like fifty years old, you would swear that like we didn't discover color until like nineteen seventy three. But yeah, technology was different back then, like cameras, video. No, no, those pictures are in color. They're in color. There's some. Those pictures are in color. They no, just no, make it in black picture. and white to make it seem like it was those so same long. pictures that they post in textbooks are in color. Yes, that's wild. But they make they put money. it in black and white for a psychological <laughs> effect to make it seem like it was longer, yeah. more longer, longer than what it was, and more important. My mom got baby pictures just, in just color. Just a random like, thought. I just thought it's like, bro, <laughs> my grandma got fucking colors. That's that conditioning. I remember being a kid and seeing a baby picture of myself like in black and white, and I'm like, did they not have color in 1989? <laughs> like, <laughs> why is this thing? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just kind of randomly thought about because when I uh, you know, sent that picture of you know the Olympic Games to the group yeah, chat now, yeah, that I was kind of like, they, right. normally, they normally post it in <clears throat> black and white. 
which is crazy. It's, America, it's, 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 psychological it's, warfare, I, psychological warfare. You catch on to that now. You you be knowing, brother. That's why you're the yeah. host. Uh, like I say, stay woke, stay woke, my people. Eric, speaking says, about like, psychological warfare. Woke. Um, let's move on to market <laughs> manipulation by Elon Musk. Well, the yo, hold on. you gotta re- <laughs> reframe that, bro. That's not what he's doing. That is what I know, he's I'm doing. saying, I'm gonna let you finish. Some people, nah, some I, people, I, that just sounds like Elon Musk is manipulating the system. He, like, he I started laughing because he's, he just <laughs> so happily speaking of psychological manipulation. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going with this? He said, Elon Elon Musk, Musk, not that gonna, this is. This is not factual because you know Elon's my guy. Those family shock treatment. <laughs> um, shock treatment. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's personally do it, but you know, uh, a lot of people are like claiming that he's manipulating the market. How do you it's feel? unintentional, but he's no. Nah, let he me is. just finish. Like he is? On, yes. Let him finish. No, 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 no. Let Dells explain himself. All right, this is why I think it's more. It's not. Ma- it's not manipulation. Yes, it is. This okay, is my theory, right? Okay, I'm gonna break it down for you. Okay. Crypto, crypto is new, right? You, you go crypto ahead. Crypto is a big, big thing, right? I want to say probably four okay. months ago, what, not really. what, like two months ago, Tesla, oh, we're going to use Bitcoin. We're accepting Bitcoin. And these niggas going to go and we're going to backtrack and say, oh, we're not going to use Bitcoin because it's, it's bad for the environment. But you already knew in order to get Bitcoins, you have to mine Bitcoins. This is not new news. You need energy to make to to produce the Bitcoin. So now all of a sudden you're like, oh, let me realign my 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 loyalty to Doge because <laughs> this causes this causes a lot of energy and we're an energy efficient company. But you already knew that. So now you want to have an argument with everybody well, that's in in Bitcoin, and now you want to be like, oh, Doge is the wave. But just two weeks ago on Saturday Night Live, Doge is a hustle. But Doge is kind of the wave. Doge or... is a he, he didn't say that. He said Doge is a hustle. A hustle. This he is didn't say game. that. To be fair, he did not say that. They said that he agreed. Because it's a skit. All right, but but his First cosign all, is skit. way more important than anything like mine, <laughs> right. for example. Like, I, I wouldn't say he's I wouldn't say he's manipulating the market, but he's damn sure influencing it. There's a lot of factors at play here. One, That's he'll do anything to keep influence. his right. He'll do anything to keep his name, you know, out in public, whether it be naming his baby after a weird fucking code or whatever have you. Like I, <laughs> I, don't I feel like, like how you guys are talking about Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah. You weird. brought it up. <laughs> Unfortunately, if you know you guys aren't getting he's free a type of dude, at he's all. a type of dude. He brought Never. it out of first. It's fucking weird. <laughs> anyway. I was going to pay you guys in Teslas. It's over. What? You're done. I'm not going to pay us in Teslas. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, I feel like he's not hes not manipulating the market. He's not like doing anything like insider trading. But I think he realizes the amount of power that he has just by sending out a tweet. It's like, I well, mean, you know, I'm going to start accepting the Dogecoin. Wink, wink. Maybe everybody else should too. And it's not like it's he's the first guy to do this. Like the Mavericks True. came out. Like Mark Cuban said, like, yo, we're going to start accepting Dogecoin in our facilities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't necessarily seem as big as when Elon Musk does does it because he has a dedicated social media following, number one. Musketeer. And he, 
Oh my god! I didn't even know they had a fucking. <laughs> I didn't even know that's what they was called. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing until he said that. I, well, we because I kind of follow him now too. I I just lost my train of thought then, upon him. <laughs> um, go ahead. It's Aaron. not market mm-hmm. manipulation. No, you were saying you it's, not like he's right. it's not market manipulation. He realizes. Yes, he realizes the amount of influence and power that he has over social media. So he's not necessarily manipulating I, the market. He's just getting can I step people, in? He's getting a lot of people who haven't dabbled in stocks to buy this shit. It's can like, I step in? I only call it market manipulation because right? he he only does this to crypto. It's not like the full market. But the crypto world, Elon Musk controls and he knows that. He could tweet, he could tweet a Did dog. He do the GameStop too. He could Yes, he did. Exactly. He did it to GameStop too. Oh, GameStop to the moon. Oh, everybody knew what he meant. Never says, never says GameStop by name, but everybody knew what he meant to the moon. GameStop. Musketeers. We all hey, have. How about if I play devil's advocate? How about if I play devil's advocate? How? You ready? Are you ready? Yeah, how about he's getting a lot more people, you know, to get involved in crypto? A lot of people weren't in the crypto space, you know, as much as they're they are right now. Think, a lot of people think it's all, are getting involved. He's taking in advantage of his platform. Hey, right. hey, let me finish my point, sir. <laughs> sir, I let you speak, sir. So he's oh, getting a lot oh, more people oh, involved oh, in the crypto, right? So a yeah. lot of people that you know would never <clears> even <throat> think about, you know, buying stock things like that. They're getting involved. Uh. Starting with crypto, it's very Uh volatile, Uh very extremely volatile. And it seems like every day there's a new coin popping up. Right now you got Shiba, Shiba, Shiba 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 coin, Shiba, yeah, whatever. Uh, Safe Moon, you got um, XRP. Yeah, there's so many that pop. You can do your own. Like, I could literally (laughs) come out with a cryptocurrency tomorrow (laughs) if I wanted to. Um, You could. So it's crazy. But, I mean... You y'all keep talking. I'm gonna make a views from Drew Coin. Right, um, right. <laughs> uh, I will do it. Uh, but you know things like that. It kind of gets you. It gets your feet wet in order to start even talking about stocks. Kind of in a way to me. Um, you know, I think crypto. You know, is a good way to start. Not necessarily in Doge necessarily or like a safe moon thing like crypto. that. But I it kind of gets it. you an understanding because a lot of people can't afford. <laughs> To get into like you know like a Tesla, a Nike, so like these these cryptocurrencies start at you know like less than a penny, so a lot of people can get into it. But in the same in the same breath, you can also get hustled really quickly because you'll put all your money into this thing thinking that you know it's going to the moon, and then you look at and then your whole life is going to hell. I have a rebuttal. In 60 seconds to go to hell. I have a rebuttal. Here's here's my thing. Your portfolio is negative a thousand after you put in two hundred. Yep. Nobody checks it, and it's like, oh, look at all this money that I just lost. Speaking um, on speaking on those, also I have a I have a rebuttal. My thing is this: Does oh, nobody Jesus. think like what this does for him? Like what his benefit is and all this. Like, but why on. is he just? He just lost what was it, twenty billion dollars in his last That's right, since right. SNL. He but lost I'm, money. He doesn't. Right. Right. I'm just saying. I'm just sad. saying. Like, does, does nobody think like, like I, I just see like people talk about Elon Musk like he's like this savior that just comes and like you guys should invest in this. Like it'll make you rich. Like, I mean, it's been that, pretty. That's what it feels like at least. But hold on, wait. Does nobody think of like? What it what the benefit is for him to be tweeting all this shit? 
Like or his brand. Right. Like does nobody ever think of like what what he has to gain in all this? I mean, to be fair, he's contributed a lot to society in general. Like he, you know, he really got the reusable spaceships thing, you know, constant. They do this like every week now. Like they send, you know, they blast rockets off and they retrieve them and reuse them. Um, he started the boring company. They made fire flamethrowers accessible to the public. Not necessarily not you need it. Um, <laughs> they also started <laughs> building. Wait, 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 wait. What? Shit like that is not helping the why common that, man. Like, no, why do you think that's a good thing? Like, that is <laughs> Can I finish with the boring company, please? They also wait, built what? tunnels underneath LA and Vegas to help with traffic. Um, okay. Are, are they That's in one use? thing I'll agree with. Are they in uh, use? Are they in use? Yes. Are they? Yeah. Oh, so that's probably why you're in high demand. Um, yeah. Yes. That is exactly why I asked about it. Um, Tesla is, pro- is I think, is the, mo- the fastest selling car in America currently, and it's very green. People will argue okay. that it's not green because those supercharging stations do use, you know, fossil fuels and things to get energy however at least the energy stops there you know your car is not filled with gas energy isn't polluting the earth exactly um but my thing is this it's like a lot of that shit that you just named outside of the tunnels and maybe tesla not necessarily polluting the air and the doesn't necessarily help the common man like i i cannot benefit you personally you don't know if you need I a flamethrower. I love a flamethrower, personally. But. <laughs> See, exactly. You can buy one. Oh, All right, really? but I don't Chris, have access to one. Chris, tell us about this flamethrower that you want. Why do you want a flamethrower? <laughs> Why not? I need to drive my window. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Quickly. Uh, I, I hereby uh, invoke nice my save. Fifth Amendment rights against self-incrimination. Anyway. <laughs> um, but it's like a lot of that shit, like, what, how does that help the common man? Like, a reusable spaceship? I don't necessarily like. I, I understand its importance. They're also about to commercialize space. Playing its importance. However, commercialize space. We can't afford it. Where? How do you know you can't afford it? Where? You can afford it. Where? No, no, don't okay. do that. <laughs> okay, I don't understand the point anymore. Forget it. Elon it's Musk a joke, please. This is not financial is advice. I didn't give you any financial advice. <laughs> I think Elon Musk, as far as his brand. Please don't sue me. Um, I don't need this. That he's in the tech space and that's helping. Um, I don't know where because I haven't looked too much into it, but I think he's in the tech realm and he's yes. helping out or trying to create stuff for the future. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. That's fair. That's like fair. I feel like all the profit that's he's fine. making, he's using it. He's giving it back somehow or transferring it to create something. Like, isn't he building like uh, something in Cali? Like a whole... The, no, that's a Starbase. It's a Tesla yeah. uh, production facility. Yeah, so it's creating jobs. He also has one in Berlin. He's going. Up, he's going international. He he does a what lot. Do people. He does. He's got his fingers in a lot of different parts. Yes, and a lot of different industries. He does a lot. Like he doesn't do a lot. My thing is, <clears throat> you, he said he looks at Doge as a stimulus for the people. So how about you give everybody a dope? Well, Dogecoin is not worth that much money. <laughs> forty-four cent. You can give everybody forty-four yeah. cent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's but what I wanted to say, 
Is that the force? As far as this whole conversation, it's not Elon Musk specifically, but that's how the stock no, market it is. works, right? No, so it's, no, it's not. depending on Billy, what type of news happens, what deal is not a musketeer. What good news? What bad news? What companies are failing? What companies emerging? Independent uh, public offerings, IPOs happening. Like there's a whole bunch of different things that happen in the stock world in a day, and that is what determines how stocks fluctuate, right? For example, in the last two days, I think there's this deal going on with Warner. Uh, Disney, AT&T and Warner. AT&T, yeah, that they're creating this whole, like, on-demand video thing. Right, new uh, that, media platform. Yeah. yeah. And that's, of course, going to make certain stocks go up because it's around the media round. Um, if that deal don't go through, <laughs> it's going to be a dip. And um, stocks are going to go down as far as that category. So that's how the stock market really works. And if yes, people but- are paying attention to the new AT&T can't before you get your point out when there's a sell-off or if you see that a deal goes through put your money in and it'll inflate i would like, like to what, say what that this saying? is the most this is the most advice eric has ever given us about the stock market could you please record this and send this to me please <laughs> That's so I can have it for reference that he has so taught us something about the stock market. Well, my thing is, all we're asking for advice all the time, folks. He tells us nothing <laughs> because the information is in your face. This is how I learned everything I learned in the last year. Yes, everything you learned, you, you sir. Yeah, you could you could send. Links. I said, like earlier. Yeah, you said, hey, this is actually more helpful than what I read earlier, <laughs> and I was like, you know, I'm just here to That's help. <laughs> But that is the stock in the crypto world. Pay attention that to that. That is news. not the crypto world. The crypto don't run on information like the stock world. The crypto runs on. It doesn't. Tweets. This is very unpredictable. Yes, it does. There's it people on Twitter. It runs off Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm letting you know right now. It runs off we'll pay Twitter. Pay attention to that, like I said before, okay. in terms of stock. It's it's really really on Twitter. It really, to, 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 to be perfectly honest, million. it really is a definition of a meme stock. Yeah. It's a definition of a meme stock. The more, the more social popularity it gets, the but more people get intrigued, the more people will want to inquire, the more people invest. So it's called FOMO. Platforms where people are communicating as far as they are missing out. People are That's following a- the right things so they can know what's going on in the crypto space. Just like they do okay. with the stock space. Stock um, in the stock space. Okay, talking about popularity and things like that. Recently, uh there's been a gas shortage. Should there be a should there ever have been a gas shortage? Probably not. <laughs> There's enough gas for everyone. But of course, whenever you mention a shortage of anything, people want to go out and panic buy. Why did you need that much gas? Where were you going? I don't <laughs> I don't get it. Um nowhere. If if there was a shortage of gas, don't go anywhere. That's literally the easiest way to do it. <laughs> Stay home. <laughs> Why are you buying all the gas? We all have places to go. Can I can I offer an alternative to your Okay. Point? I'm sorry, I got a little emotional about it. No, I agree with you. Number one, because <laughs> uh, I drive. There's a gas store shortage. I mean, just just stay the fuck home. But I think people get all oh, this gas. City bike so in you, you know. Maybe resell. You know, with, with supply <laughs> being low and demand being high. Gas? Like a <laughs> sneaker market. <laughs> That's wild. No, I said rent. Rent a bike. That's wow. what Chris bike. said. It. <laughs> I mean, gas I'm pretty sure there are some I'm people out there doing it. I'm sure they did. Wait, do what? You, I know you saw that <laughs> reselling gas. guy with the bag of piss. So it's like, hey, I'm reselling gas, oh, like yeah. like fifty a gallon or whatever have you. 
gotta and make that money somehow. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that there are some people out there who who have gas and are selling it to people. I mean, what right, I, the right. shortage has been corrected. Well, why was there a shortage anyway? What happened? Something. Uh, attack. Attack. What what the, uh, do you want to go with actual <laughs> facts or do you want to go with conspiracies? Yeah, with the facts. Oh, don't bring boy. a little damn conspiracy into this damn <laughs> What's a fact? Uh, yes. We don't want no damn <laughs> What's conspiracies. We want fact is something facts. facts. Millions of people What's believe. What's a fact, Eric? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Millions of people believe other things. Does that make it a fact? <laughs> Just curious. So <laughs> the conspiracy behind it is that um, at first they were saying, I guess, Russia did it. And then, you know, normally if Russia does something, uh, hacked the system to put bring us down. But normally if, you know, Russia does it, they'll say, I did it. Uh, then they try to blame it on an internet group that hacked the system that said that they did it. But normally if any group does that, they'll take credit for it. So a theory that's popular on TikTok, that was popular on TikTok, <laughs> said that America itself did it to push the green uh, vehicle thing because uh today joe biden showed up with the uh ford f-150 the electric version to uh push uh the big it's a big push to uh green vehicle so electric vehicles this government's policy well one of its main platforms upon its election was going green um so I like that. Joe, I do as well. Uh, um, so what uh, they're saying that they with this gas <laughs> hack, you know how everyone started panicking and just it wouldn't happen if you owned a Tesla. It wouldn't happen if you owned the the uh you know the Volkswagen John, I forgot what it's called. Um so you know if you went green, you wouldn't have to worry about this. So I believe today he introduced oh not introduced. But uh, proposed some legislation that said that he would, you know, provide a lot more charging stations throughout America, uh, a lot of incentives to yeah, buying green vehicles. It needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I agree one hundred percent. There's a lot of companies um, that uh, are and it would create that a, space. It would create, create a lot. A, they, that's the where truck, if you like you were saying, if you watch the news, right, there's been yeah. a large shift towards electric vehicles and things like that. So he also said he wants to provide, you know, electric that's vehicles. I'm following, but I'll, I'll keep that to myself. Um, I have read and or heard about uh um, nobody listening to what I just said. A re a rebranding of our pretty much our infrastructure where we can create highways that are uh pretty much solar panels that recharge cars as they drive over them and at night that they will provide light. So you wouldn't have to you know worry about you know lighting and things like that if we provided by the sun and the cars driving over it. Um that in itself would create a lot of jobs. Um but yeah. a lot of people are opposed to it. Why I have no idea, um, but that's what the the conspiracy theory was. Is it fact? People are invested in fossil fuels, so if you stop using fossil fuels, they lose money. So that's that's America. For well, us. it's only because they haven't found a way to put profit from it. It's the same thing with weed. You know, everyone was so against weed, but when's the last time you heard a tobacco company speak out against weed these days? I don't know. Weed is the future. It's like twelve more states because they figured out how to pro- how to profit off of it. And because of this pandemic, yeah, the money is needed. That's and that in itself could help. We need it. What I think is about to happen. Don't kill me, government. This is my <laughs> testament. What I think is about to happen is that they're going to go full head, you know, full speed into weed and use it as a means to pay for all the green stuff. 
you know, all the alternative energies and uh, alternative vehicles and provide the grants and things for purchasing alternative vehicles. They're going to, you know, for, uh, legalize weed, create, you know, a surplus because that's a, you know, billion, if not trillion dollar industry. Um, if it makes sense, I'm all for it. Yeah, I mean, the green paying for the green makes sense. Uh Aha. Nice. Marketing. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm all for it. I mean, we could we could literally spend money on worse things. So I'm glad that this is actually going to benefit, you know, the world in, in, in itself. You know, it creates a lot of job. I don't know why there's so much resistance. We need an infrastructure refresh anyway. Our infrastructure is crumbling. Um, Flint still doesn't have clean water. So, I mean... <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's a no-brainer. <clears throat> um, speak- Ridiculoso. Speaking of rebranding, uh, Nicki Minaj recently uh, re-released her inf- uh, infamous, her famous uh, mixtape, Beam Me Up Scotty, which personally got me as a fan of Nicki Minaj, and it kind of reminded me of her dominant run when she first came out. Um, how do you guys feel about her release- re-releasing this instead of dropping any new music? She added three songs, I believe. I didn't listen to all three. I only listened to five songs. I only the listened boy Drake to, is on one of them. I only, yeah, that's the only song I listened oh, to. <laughs> um, <laughs> it kind of reminded me of the you know the, the YMCMB uh, era. If you were alive for it, it was legendary. Um, um, I think all of us were. And, I'm not saying the listeners that may not have been alive for it. Sure. Um, it was it was really like a certain energy. Even in that song, you can kind of it kind of recaptured that energy. Drake yeah, kind of sounded like old Drake to me. Wayne sounded like old Wayne, and Nicki sounded like old Nicki. And that mixture, I believe, I think we need more of it. It sounded really, really good, and I hope that I continue to see more projects from them. If not, even like a rebrand of YCMB, YMCMB, and bringing like Little Baby or somebody underneath it, things like that. Uh, you're reaching, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I am reaching. <laughs> Would you wait, Tom? Are you not a little baby fan? Oh, I am a little baby fan. I am. No, I'm talking to Eric. Okay. Yeah. Whew, I almost fired you on from this podcast on live air. <laughs> you don't have the power to do that. He's just- <laughs> I do. It's me. It's my podcast. <laughs> this is the Brizzy podcast. Oh man. <laughs> Um, how um, I felt about the mixtape, I feel like it's a smart move. She hasn't made music in a while, from what I understand. And why not bring back some kind of baby? Yeah. Wasn't it at one point that she said she was going to retire? Too? Yep. Because she felt like there was no respect on her name anymore. Yeah. So it was smart. What changed? And this is a good segue to if what she changed? is making an album, why not do Money? it? Smart move. Mm-hmm. Money, you this see what she makes. But money like, like that comment, like that is the same reason why I, I don't know. Smart market. It's like you said you were going to retire because all these people are saying, you know, but that's just Nikki's a thing not the old Nikki. Nikki's not now. what we said. Eric? That's the thing that artists do now. Like they say, oh, I'm gonna retire. Yeah, and but then, it's different. No, so my a week thing later. Is, they dropped so then, a whole album. <laughs> yeah, like I would have I loved if Nicki dropped the actual album. Like when she popped back up on social media and she was posing and everything, I'm like, oh, you're about to get new Nicki. I love Nicki. Um, but 
for her to just drop the mixtape is just like, uh, I felt a little short change. Maybe I that's why I fell away. It was I like, it was, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think that mixtape was available anywhere. Like it got taken off. It was only on that piff, but it yeah. was available on that piff, obviously. But yeah, but, but that's a lot of mixtapes. It's a small food. A lot like, of artists are doing it. They're even a little Wayne did it. I was just like, eh, yeah, Trey Songz did it. Wayne with the drought. Drake, Drake did it as well. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about all, it. you know me. I don't. But Drake, Drake, Drake did it differently. Oh, it was like, here's the best. Packing all of them into one things. thing. But in here, yeah, the weekend did that too. The not the weekend party next door did that. Uh, no, Weekend did it too as well. Weekend has what? also did that. To what? Weekend did that. Party Next Door did that. To their music. They packaged it all into one, their most popular song, packaged mm-hmm. it into one album. I was just about to say that. Um, this is no different from people releasing like a greatest hits or a yeah, compilation yeah, album about of their best mixtape. hits or whatever have you. No, I'm just, I'm just saying in general, like people re release yeah. old music all the time. So I don't think she and should these be mixtape. Line, so mixtape for the time was free. The, and it's the resurfacing, and they making money off of it this time. The, the way I'm looking at this re-release is kind of like her same. showing people, this is why I'm where I'm at. You remember what this mixtape did to you? Because like after I listened to the Drake song, <laughs> I went back to, to <laughs> yeah, I went back, to, I went to, I went back to uh, Chirac with her <laughs> and uh, <laughs> with her and G Herbo, and I remember what that was. I was like, okay, I remember what this did. And then I heard uh, I Get Crazy. And y'all know, remember what that did in New York. So it's like, it's kind of brought back that, it kind of brought back that old feel of, um, you know, I, like this This is Nicki Minaj. You know what I mean? A lot of people have forgotten what she's done and the, the, the road she's paved. Um, not to say that, I don't think a lot of female artists this, these days don't respect her. But it's I. She said it's more so towards the industry that she felt kind of uh blackballed by the industry. Even though you know if these artists, these female artists that they love so much, you know the Megs, the Doja Cats, the city Cardi girls. B's, like they, the City Girls. None of these females would exist if it wasn't for oh, Nicki Minaj. You're absolutely right. Big facts. And she'd never been given her credit. So I mean. If we've not learned anything in these last, you know, couple years, we need to give the artists that we love their flowers before it's too late. But like, see, like even in that space, it's more like, mm-hmm. and what point wasn't she giving her credit? Like, how much, how much credit? Like, I mean, what, what the was people she gave for her credit? Yeah, does she even have artist. a Grammy yet? No. Yeah, she's she playing Grammys. No, she don't. She does not have a Grammy. Zero. She doesn't. No, she does not have a Grammy. Cardi got a Grammy before she did. But that's mm. that's that's because it's a different landscape. Mm. Like what, exactly, what do you mean a when, different landscape? <laughs> all right, so people people nowadays are not dropping like full thought out albums. Like Cardi B that's album true. was legit front to back a great ass album. Like undeniably, like people don't put effort into an album. This is why Cardi only has one album, and then she disappeared. She put out one fucking great album. Now it's just like ah. People she, she now release, Grammy. That's probably why she was complaining. Yeah, but like people release music now not for album. But it's just releasing popularity. And but Nicki released albums, concise albums. The Pink Print is but, classic. But she was also releasing with other people. Like you got to think about who she was releasing albums with: Jay, Drake, 
What other female rapper was out when Nicki it doesn't Minaj matter was? because it's not a female rap category? It's so why would she have album? Why would she not have best rap album? She wasn't. She was releasing with other big names. Like when Nicki was coming up, um, labels have release schedules for certain artists. Like you had a release schedule. You can't just be like, oh, surprise drop, boom. But now there's a female rap section. In the Grammys? But now there's a female rap category. In the Grammys? Yeah, I believe so. I don't... Best female I so. art, artist? Rap? <laughs> rap artist. I don't, I don't know. I haven't I watched the Grammys so. in a couple years. Um, yeah, I don't have to watch Grammys. I can't, but, but I'm I mean, pretty... We're talking about 90% rap sure. album of the year she didn't win. Like, eh, It's kind of hard I mean, to win rap album of the point. year. If, you know, Drake is here, Wayne is here. Jay Z is here. Like, Listen, don't start that list off with Drake. <coughs> so Wayne, you have, and then everybody else. Drake so, was not so, at the top of that list. Don't do that. Yes, Drake is so, most definitely <laughs> at the top. Of that list. Even Drake, Wayne just, would say that Drake is at the top of that list. <laughs> I just fact check. They actually do not have uh, gender like. So you just gender like specific qualities no, for right. rap, or in general, I think. But I I, I see both of your points. What Dells is arguing is that, you know, she was behind a lot of more relevant Jay. artists at the time that had release schedules and stuff. But they but, could at least give her something for the mute, like a song. Yeah, but she wasn't a proven commodity at that point. So that's a move point. And, and at my example, like, okay. it, in my opinion, at that okay. point, like, okay. why would you take, if you have somebody like a release schedule like Jay Z or whatever have you, why would you take a flyer on a new artist when you have a proven commodity like Jay Z? I mean, to be fair, wow. she held her own during that wow, monster. I, I didn't say. I'm not but, saying that she's terrible. Whatever. I get the point. <laughs> like put it like this. Like a sports analogy. Why would I start a rookie over somebody that's saying. a proven starter? That makes. Why would I do that? But I also see your point, where to me she really hasn't been giving her roses. Because she has paved the way for a lot of artists that are incredibly similar to her in a lot of respects and are female <laughs> rap artists in which it was an era in which female rap artists were scarce. So she really does deserve some type of credit. Question. And I don't think she gets enough of it. Does Little Kim get her roses? Little Kim did have her roses. Does Little Kim have Kim? Kim? <laughs> look that up now. I doubt it. <laughs> I don't think but so. Little Kim got her roses. The way I, say I mean, without that. Little Kim, none of them make. <laughs> when she had her run, it's like okay, but what about, about MC Light? What about MC Light? MC Light, first off, MC Light, let's let's get that out of the way they right now. MC Light is great, and they got their credit and they love when they had their run. But Nikki got oh, that, so it's like, when did she not get her roses? Like, what flowers? Man, I just feel I don't know. I think she was Nikki, but she's a versatile artist. Like she wasn't just a, a rapper, a, a female MC. Like she did the singing. She used to do what is acting? It? She did acting. Techno. I don't know, but pop, pop, pop music. She did pop, pop music. So techno. her demographic or what have you is real. Uh, it's different. Very, she wasn't. I wouldn't just consider her a rapper. Night check alert. Mm-hmm. Lil Kim does in fact have a Grammy. Oh wow! And oh, the pop oh. cam- in the pop category with Lady Marmalade. Oh, Which is oh, a oh. unsolvable. Yeah, I mean, so she does have, in fact, a Grammy. That's, that's not. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, okay. No, nah, she did, <laughs> She needs a Grammy. 
Well, she's not going to get a Grammy with a mixtape. But back to the original. <laughs> <laughs> I think. The re-release of this mixtape is a smart move. Um, and it's a segue to the upcoming album because I think I'm pretty sure she's going to do it. Well, I'm not sure, but I'm yeah, hopeful no that she's sure. She was about to retire. Why not? You pulled all this attention from she your fans, to. and that has to be like a stepping stone to say, hey, I need to break out. My album. Break out. <laughs> so make everything that. about Drake, don't you? J. Cole just dropped. Yeah, Drake Cole did Drake just drop. Moot at this point, like that's not true at all. <laughs> all right, that's so. not true at all. You can't that's say not. that to the stand, brother. That's not true Jay at all. Cole album is number one everywhere, bro. Yeah, your boy dropped the album. They went and Came played basketball and in Africa. And every drop three points and three assists in seventeen <laughs> minutes. Don't come I don't hear anything. Don't three come three rebounds, two assists. Oh, don't come. Yeah, he, like he killed that. Man, he killed that. Not, now, no disrespect for J. Cole, because the album and was he just dropped his 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 uh, uh, his first album piece was more than great. Yesterday, album was fucking fire, bro. <laughs> that shit smashed his greatest that whole album. album. Is. I think his best album. His best, that's his best work. I, think. I don't know. Great yeah. at his craft. Yeah. yeah. He is you don't want to say his best, best work? You think that, it's... Wait, come on, everybody. For Your Eyes Only is really, 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 really good. Like, really, really good. For Your Eyes... For your eyes only is really front to back, really really great. So this you would put that over this was really really great, and I felt over it no on it. Not but over this. as an album, like a complete album, I give it to For Your Eyes Only because he did he did more as an artist. He did more, and that's that, that could just be my opinion. But I felt like it he, is uh, I don't know artistically. Artistically, did more on For Your Eyes Only than, <laughs> than you know, than this. Nah. Nah. You don't even listen to, to J. Come Cole. back after three years. Who? Yes, I do. He did his thing. Like I said, what, J. Cole was number one everywhere. What three That's years? All that matters. Oh yeah, I'd be forgetting the pandemic year. KOD was, like, was his last album. KOD was his last album. I just said I'd be forgetting that album gets better and better. Yeah. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's he's progressed. I think each album. Um, I think this album is a work of art. Like, I think there's one more before he I retired. I can't say enough. I can't say enough right. good things about his 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 lately, So, numero uno, you hear me? He's very like good at picking when he drops. Like he's very good at that. Like he drops at like the right time all the time. Like, y'all needed this. And he's like, oh, here you go. I'm like, you know, Drake, who'll be like, oh, I need this. And he's like, can't disagree with up. And he does Drake on his own. Freestyle, he had a NASA, a NASA sweat, he had NASA sweatpants on and a regular Yo, plane. That hoodie. freestyle? And he just popped up doing J. That Cole. Freestyle was, like, was fucking amazing. And he, he went off. I listened to that freestyle half my birthday, bro. That reminds yes. me of like that little dicky. <laughs> Freestyle when I was like BJ, let me ask you, little Dicky, yeah, Drake yeah, can yeah, do yeah. something like that. What he don't he don't announce that he's gonna make an album. He gonna come back with a freestyle, probably a written, and then drop an album that's gonna go number one. Everyone <laughs> Drake could do that. No, nah, he could. Hell Drake no, man. Drake could do that. Drake can literally <laughs> drop tomorrow without <laughs> announcing it and nah. go number one. You don't I think disagree. Drake? If, if Drake literally right now, <laughs> I hey, yo, at midnight, I my album comes out. 
It's not going to be number one tomorrow. Over, what, 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 what J. Cole did in his first week and over Drake the You don't think Drake. <laughs> Drake. 80 rats. In one day. Eric, one, no. would, not Eric, even a no. week. One day. I give it like five nope. hours. And it could be a 30 hour, 30, 30, 30 fucking track. Eric, I think you're underestimating the power of social media oh, or something like that. To sell over 300 uh, copies. In, in, one in one day. Hour. Drake. One day. I would, Drake, really? I would bet that. Why you keep really? saying really like I you don't bet know your Drake? Tesla money. Right. Bro, <laughs> bro, if, if Drake yeah, were to say, all right, let's say if Drake tweets, oh, all right, I'm coming out with an album in five, four, three, two, one, and then you're provided a link or whatever have you. You don't think people are going to click that link? They will. A one million? 80. Easy. Oh, a one million. Over it. 380 over it. copies. Like Delhi in an hour, no, it's over. You're not going to get an hour. Link. Now you know it. I was nah, an hour. But you want to share the clip? The link. The link nah, would crash. You, you, you put your slip away. Was paying <laughs> some hour or whatever have you. You no, have but, to give you a secondary link on a whole other server in a whole other hour. country over twenty four hours. Over twenty four hours, he could. He he, he definitely don't need. <laughs> he don't need twenty four. You know who could do something like that? Jay Z. I remember when he put the album out on the Samsung shit. Yeah, shit froze up the damn app. I remember that night. I was I was there that night. It didn't make no more sales. I was in I was in Harlem that night, wasn't it? Yeah, I was on my phone trying to get it. Jay Z could do an hour and probably do numbers like that, but Drake. All right. All right. Drake as well. How? Come on. How talk? Come on. Eric, you're on crack or something. I don't understand. I don't really say an hour. I actually, I wouldn't say an hour. I, I can agree with twenty four hours, not an hour. Uh, it's less than twenty four. It's probably like six hours, bro. I promise oh, you. Yeah, six hours is fine. I agree with that. Eric, Eric, just because you don't like the man, you don't understand the the followers. Yeah, this my man that's, a, that's just how I feel. <laughs> look at me. Look how I got this man. <laughs> He's a complete disbeliever. You? <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> like BJ don't like Kendrick, but BJ can't be like if Kendrick dropped right now, oh, yeah, he bugging. won't sell. You bugging? Yeah, that whole conversation last time. I was about to say, don't say, say anything listen. stupid on this podcast. Ooh, listen, listen, Kendrick <laughs> albums and all that. Listen, like, that's listen, crazy, listen, listen, listen. That's insanity. I'm very, very realistic. Just because I don't necessarily like a person does not excuse me does not mean that that person is not a talented artist. I say that with Eminem. I say that with Kendrick. I'll say that with who was else? Somebody I don't. Joyner Lucas. You don't like Eminem? Uh, no, I cannot listen to Eminem. He hates Eminem at all. <laughs> I hate Eminem. I hate him. That's a I wish he never like if, like every time I see those Facebook I things. Like, Whose music would you go your whole entire life? But if I be like if Eminem is not a choice, I'll make him a choice. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I can't listen to that. I can't. I like who wants to like no. Only person I want to hear do that is Busta Rhymes. Barely, but <laughs> no, no. Oh, I do not. Play it. I never got in the car and somebody be like, "Yo, put that Eminem on." If someone did that, I'm opening the door in traffic. <laughs> You be sitting there getting wet to find your love and all that shit. That's why you don't hear that. Hey, I, I do want to find my love. <laughs> no, no, no. 
Not this way. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to throw up a softball to Eric, but he didn't That's take it. Crazy. But oh. let's move on. I think that's um, it. I mean, the other topic is J. Cole playing basketball. <laughs> we mentioned it wasn't it. great. <laughs> Straight face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we agree. It wasn't great. <laughs> I don't know he's why not he, a he's not a professional athlete, basketball though, right? <laughs> no, but he did, he did play for St. John's. He, was, he Wasn't he on a basketball on. scholarship? Yeah, he was a walk-on. He might have played he's two games for fucking St. John's. You know who I did hear is pretty nice is Lil Dirk. Like apparently he's like the best rapper basketball player. All right, I don't think. All right, see ball. now, I don't think he'll beat J Cole. Little dirt. Yes. Have you seen? I don't think you want to take you're that. Comparing bet. you're comparing a sucky J Cole playing in a professional league versus street ball. I like, I don't think you want to take that bet. I'll take that I, bet. He, Little Dirk has played with. NBA players, I think. I think he he's like a Cam. Like Cam could have played ball professional, <laughs> but he chose the street. <coughs> Lil Durk, I believe, is in the same so exact category. Dicky, so could of this, so could Cam of that. Well, I mean, Quavo didn't play basketball; he played football. But he plays basketball too. Hold on, can I can I say something? Like, okay, like Everybody just like not, he was better at football than basketball. Like, af- like athletes and shit like that. You don't live off of could have. It's like. Either you did or you didn't, to me. Yeah. Like, but I do understand what you're saying. Like, if he's playing with this type of talent pool and he's holding his own, you got to consider him like, okay, maybe he could be better than this this dude, you know? I would bet on Little Dirk over J. Cole. I don't know. I haven't seen him in the same environment, so I'm not going to say that. I would bet on Little Dirk over J. Cole. When did you see Little Dirk play basketball? At the same time. I'll, I'll bet your Tesla money on that. Bet it. You don't have my Tesla money. Anyway. Not anyway. Yet. You speaking like that, I will never have it. We don't have a contract, so. Good. And you're not Joe Button, so <laughs> cut all that shit out. Hey. Anyway. Good. But like I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and shit on him and say, like, oh, you did terrible, whatever. He's not a professional athlete, so it's like it's his first game, you gotta give him. He's lucky to have like against against real live professional athletes who train day in and day out and make this shit their job. He's lucky to score any fucking points, let alone three of them. So, like it's real easy for us to say like, hmm, yeah, we don't play basketball. get a three pointer or whatever have you. Like, yeah, like yeah, right. Like we're armchair quarterbacks. Like <laughs> there's people that be lucky if we get NBA a and score zero points. Like, and they thought they right, could that's an NBA. Did y'all like, see that call me Brown thing? This is the thing that blows my mind about, again, about fans. They'll, they're quick to call somebody a bum, but you got to realize, like, the last person on an NBA bench would probably kill all of us <laughs> in basketball. Like, he still got to the NBA. He has to have some type of talent that got That's him true. to the NBA. That's like, true. I saw a video again of, of Brian Scalabrini. Everybody oh, knows that. who Brian Scalabrini is. Like, yeah. He destroyed this high Most school kid. And you know what the, the kid said? He was like, and he told the kid, he's like, okay, I may not be close to LeBron, but as far as you're concerned, this is as <laughs> close LeBron. to LeBron as you're going to get. <laughs> right. Like, he destroyed this kid with no problem. I, I need that he's old and fat. Like, imagine what he could do to us. And it's easy for us, like, oh, he a bum. He ride the bench or whatever have you. He'll fucking kill us. I need that link. 
I'll show you. He <laughs> fucking destroyed that kid easily. My thing was Scalabrini was never bad. Realize, like, why would like, even think that? I would never. I would never. He Scalabrini wasn't. Was not if you Scalabrini, have, your days are marked. I'm if coming you have, <laughs> if you have a ready. <laughs> What? Imagine just challenge Brian Scalabrini on our podcast. We need to. So he has an Instagram, right? Can somebody clip this That's and send this? I'll DM you right now, Brian. <laughs> okay. You're not even in shape for that, bro. Yeah, let's get out of here. Okay. <laughs> okay, but you got to realize like how you said that. He had an NBA. He had an NBA ready skill. Like he could shoot yeah. three pointers. Like. I don't think people realize if you have an NBA ready skill, you're better than probably 85% of the human population, maybe. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm really curious. About, I mean, this is kind of strange. Not really strange, right? But I'm, <laughs> relax. I'm really curious to see uh, what uh, Brawny does. Oh, uh, LeBron James' uh, son? Mm hmm. I'm really curious to see what he does. I, I um, hope he does well because it's. It's. I, I would assume it's very like hard all for the kids any son basketball player, huh? like all the kids of any basketball player. Do, do you care about Zaire? Are you saying that? Like, do you like who do you? Yeah, absolutely. Zaire's another one. That's another one. I think he's going to kill. Oh, I thought you just meant like athletically speaking. Well, like, Bron, I think Bronny has a lot of potential. Zaire, oh my god, I don't think the NBA is ready. Um. <laughs> Uh, who's the other one? Mikey Davis. They all look alike too. They all have the same. Yeah, have you ever went to? Have y'all seen high school kids lately? <laughs> they all literally have the same height and haircut. I'm like, do you? <laughs> Didn't I just see you? <laughs> every single high school they kid, like every group of kids, have the same exact haircut, and it's like, like no that shaggy, like yeah, the shaggy little, like, yeah, the Lamelo Ball special. Yes, that's why I call it. That. Every kid I'm, looks like Lamelo Ball. They all, all of them. Did I just see you? Yeah, did I just see you, boy? <laughs> and then they're all like six two, and I'm like, all right, man. Not even in high school, they're like six. They're like six nine minimum. Like they're all like Mikey, like and they all they wear all, braces. So y'all play ball, please. <laughs> Can I have your knees? They're oh. all like. <laughs> oh. All right, I'm not, I don't want to get canceled. I'm sorry. Again, I've been ganked out of a thought by BJ. I don't even want to continue the conversation. Yeah. This is mad, right? This is not at all what we were we supposed put to that do. On shirt. Another episode with the crazy shit. What? <laughs> Bro, what? What? what the oh, fuck? my God. We got to put that on a shirt. Can I have your name? <laughs> <laughs> No. Oh man! I have your knees. <laughs> it must be a full night tonight because it's 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 full wait, in the Super Bowl. There's supposed to be a Super Bowl. A lot of it's too much stuff going on today. I think that's. I'm about a telescope. This has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> yeah, have any, <laughs> do you have any final thoughts? Uh, well, Knicks uh, on the playoffs. Say, no, and, go ahead. Good day. Yes, that, that is pretty great. I'm. I'm the the biggest Knicks fan in the world. I never ever said I was a Raptors fan anywhere. If you see anything else, that's a lie. That's, a lie. <laughs> that's <funny>. no. <laughs> Someone may say they have a picture, and he might be in this group, and he's a liar. 
And he's fired if he ever releases it. Little screenshot. Can't fire nobody. I'm just here so I won't get fined. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I have no final. Wait, do I have final thoughts? No, I don't have any final thoughts. I'll save it. I don't have any thoughts at all. I don't think. Um, Got it. Yeah. Yeah. Eric. Final thoughts? Um, Stay woke. Stay woke. Stay woke. Yeah, Stay. Gonna say, yeah. Wow. Woke, my people. <laughs> I'm waiting to hear Chris. Take now. care Chris. of your body, your mind, and your million. spirit. And, and great money. Woke. Save it. <laughs> great money. <laughs> Just Brothers, save it. If you send me your grit money, $19 million <laughs> in grit money, we would have had this school built by now. Hold on, we're not going. Listen, we ain't doing this, but I would just say Dr. Umar we was have on the Mark Lamar <laughs> we got him, boys. New, we got black him. news channel show talking about what he got going on, speaking on relationships and a number of things. So look up Black News Channel. Don't Mark look that. No, 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 Don't do it. We all have our no, own. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. We got our own opinions of this man. But if you're interested in a Pan Africanist. Uh, psychologist, no, no child psychologist, very educated, child, child, a child psychologist, yeah, very opinionated as well, who believes in straight up black love. Check out my boy, unless it's black gay love. All right, yeah, we ain't doing that. Uh, we, we, we I just want you to know. Love I just want you to know that you may not bring your white wife, even though my kinsman, Frederick Douglass' second wife, was in fact white. Crisis, you hear me? All right, so there's no final crisis. Working I'm, his I'm, beard, I'm, he's telling the truth. There's no final thoughts. <laughs> no, that was it. Uh, that was it. Hope you guys enjoyed. We had fun. I had a final thought. We had fun. Hope you had fun. Just fuck me. I had a final thought. Hey, wait, yo. <laughs> Um, I'm out of here, bro. No. Cancel.